There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The warriors and braves are in their beds. In fact, everyone is in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off the morning flags, blue sheets are normally put on wooden breakfast tables. They are normally the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor normally pours over the blue sheets to see what will happen. But today, there was no blue sheet, as it was day five of the 2017 color war. The rain is gone, families. Today was a little bit dreary in the morning and then exploded into one of those fantastic after-rain main days. It was great. Boys were really happy and flying around on the fields. And this is what went down today. Reveille was late today. We had an 8.45 silent breakfast. At 9.15, listen or lose number two, which is a MOM or a BOB. And then at 10 o'clock, there was inspection. But actually what happened was there was a massive bead call. Everyone had to sprint up and put their bead, which is their bracelet that sits on their wrist, into the buckets for points. Then there was round eight. The twos did softball, the threes round the bases, the fours basketball, the fives climbing, archery and squash, the sixes handball, and the sevens three-point shooting. Staff basketball was next. It was a heck of a game. It was awesome. Blue was ahead until the final seconds of the second period, and then Grace stormed back and tied it with a crucial three, went into overtime, and then Blue won in overtime. Outstanding. Then there was the one-loop relay, and then something that everyone looks forward to in every single session is the presentation of the shields. The shield teams consist of mostly staff, the occasional oldest camper, and they slave away on these shields. They are triangle in shape, there are two triangles, point to point, and then the scoreboard is a third triangle inserted into them, creating a parallelogram that hangs forever in the dining hall. The oldest shield in the dining hall, not counting the felt replacements before the fire, goes back to 1994. 1996 is the first full shield, and they go up from there. The shields that were revealed today were stunning. They were straight up amazing. The Dementors, you'll see when you come here for Parents Visiting Day, is just like it came flying right out of a Harry Potter book. It is scary. It's sliding off to the side. It's got its long claw-like bony fingers. Harry Potter font. And then the Viper is clean and crisp as if it was a like a soccer mascot or a soccer emblem. It is sleek and fangs out and is coming right at the viewer. And it's very stark. The contrast is excellent. And it was extremely difficult to judge. You can only vote for one shield. I would have voted for them both if I could. And 
the shield that ended up winning was the Dementor shield, but they were both just outstanding. They're going to be so beautiful when they hang up in the dining hall. The boys were ooming and awing over them. And even though one team had to win, the other one had to not win, you could tell that both shield teams were really proud of what they'd done, and they should be. They're very, very beautiful. They're great. After the presentation of the shields was the silent lunch, and then we had what would amount to almost our last round. After that round, more sports, more straight-up head-to-head competitions was a very important series of all-camp events. The first was, of course, the silent dinner, but then everyone went up to the upper fields. We had team pictures taken. And then Skin the Snake happened. And Skin the Snake is something like a human tank track uh, made up of the oldest boys. And you have to unroll the tank track and then roll it back up. It's kind of a conveyor belt team activity. It's very difficult to describe. Ask your sons when they get back and they'll do their best and you still won't understand. But in these situations, it is all about teamwork and communication. The entire camp is dead silent. And then the teams compete in unrolling and then furling themselves back up and then rushing across the line. And one is declared the winner. And it's very tense and everybody screams and runs around. Gray came out on top. In fact, it bears saying that Gray has opened up quite a lead on the Blue Vipers. And I would like to say here that the grace exhibited by both sides, the team far in the lead and the team that is struggling to catch up, is on display, and it's excellent. After the skin the snake, we all came down here to the dining hall for one of my favorite parts, which is the song, skit, and cheer section of Color Wars competition. And that's where you have... All of these non-athletic competitions that are literally songs, skits, and cheers. There's an impromptu skit where everyone gets the same script and they have to act it out. Lots of inside jokes that have to do with personages at camp, like myself, like Tom Donahue, Griff, Mike Heward, all were lampooned fantastically today. There was a pretty great episode where little Stormy Boswick was playing big bad Tom Donahue. Another where... Harry Early was playing Mike Heward, and another where Brian Loopy was playing Griff. That got the most giggles. There's also an alma mater, an original song, written by the counselors and the kids, that they memorize and perform. And that was outstanding. That was almost a dead even tie between the teams. And it's just another one of those things. The boys want to compete so bad. They want to be part of their team so badly that they learn these songs, commit them to memory. There was something like five performances tonight. A song, a skit, a cheer, an alma mater, and then either the Kabasi goodnight song or the Kabasi alma mater. And they, all the boys, in addition to all the contests they've been doing all week long, they had to learn these things as well. They're very serious. There's even synchronized getting up and sitting down. There's no more shields to build. There's no more songs to learn all the things that keep people up late at night are the song skits and the cheers and the shields and so everyone went to bed delightedly i might add and they're all sleeping tomorrow is day six of color war day six and soon it will be over and we shall see who emerges victorious we are going to have to do most likely a daytime rope burn because we've been thwarted by the weather each evening So that's coming. Fire burns during the daytime too, it turns out. 
And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys are probably already asleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them. They've probably nodded off, surrounded by their friends. The loons, of course, are still sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.